Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're talking about The Problem Solvers, the fifth episode of season four of our favorite show, 30 Rock. In this episode, Lesbian Yellow Sourfruit takes advice from a Wade Boggs corporate world spokesman and a karaoke screen starlet that shockingly has negative repercussions on her life. Kenneth's life, meanwhile, gets flipped turned upside down by a new cast member, Danny, knee jack, who insists on treating him as a human being. Gross. Jack throws the delicate Top Chef ecosystem into turmoil, and Jenna and Tracy go from being the problems to being the double problems. Grelb, Otney, Evid still won, because it's Opposites Day, and it's time for Blurg. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We're lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week. Like a shock week. Miss Lemon, security called. Our new actor just checked in. He'll be on six in a couple minutes. Let's go introduce ourselves. This is so exciting. Maybe we should practice the welcome song I distributed. Making a new friend sure ain't easy. It's the time to become one. Lemon, do you have any plans for dinner tonight? I do. I bought an Activia microwavable panini. Good God, have dinner with me. Just two of us? Yes. Okay. Hey, Jackie D, I hope the new dude isn't impossible to work with like some people I know. I hope he's educated. I hope he hates twofer. I hope he likes janitor hugs. Somebody's coming. <gasps> oh, no. Is that the new guy? What? No, it's me, Lutz. I've worked here for three years. Gave you that car I won. Come on. Hi. I think I'm supposed to be on TV. Jack Donaghy, good to see you again. Oh, hey, I'm Jack Baker. So guess there's two Jacks here now. I don't think there are. Welcome aboard, Danny. Hi, Danny, I'm Liz. Did he just change my name? Let's go look at your dressing room, Danny. I mean, you gave yourself a real tongue-twisting challenge there, buddy. <laughs> I know. I said, now it's time for Blurg Backwards. Grelb Otney Evid Still Oh, is that what happened? Because it's opposite time. Did you not get that? <laughs> what did you think of this episode, Nicholas? Well, I thought it was hilarious. I use the picture all the time of Jenna and Tracy in their blue The Problem shirts, <laughs> mostly to talk about me and my friends and who we are, which is the problem. That's a constant refrain in our life of, are we the problem? And the answer is always yes. And for Jenna and Tracy, the answer is also yes. So this was fun. I obviously never love when there's Liz Jack discord, but it was uh, still funny with this episode. It was nice to know about the background beginnings of Squid Game. Um, Genu Pilu Wu, which was the Beijing show, uh, reality show rather, where criminals tried to dance their way to freedom that was later sent to South Korea, slightly adapted and turned into Squid Game. You? Why? <laughs> Squid Game? Do you have to bring up Squid Game? Because it's amazing. It's terrible. It's sad. The depressing. lead actress is friends with Jenny from Blackpink. <laughs> um, I think this episode's How you fun. like that, da 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 You gave me too much time to play with, and now here we are. I look at you! Now look at me! No <laughs> I think this episode is awesome, but it just makes me want the next episode, right? I just want the Deal Breakers episode. Well, that's not the next episode. The next episode is Sun Tea. Sorry about it. Which, 
also makes me just want the next episode, which is Deal Breakers. You don't want to see Judah Friedlander peeing into jars? I mean, not particularly, but I do like Judah Friedlander. Sun T is the one where she is also getting a new, trying to get a new apartment, right? And the guy upstairs is like, I'm gay, blah, 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 blah. He's a gay cop, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And that dude plays the creepy dude who is in Jesse's writing class. Yeah. Yeah. I know who he is. And guess okay. how many episodes is long? Well, I actually been in? explained it and you just shot a new girl at me. So <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings, I guess. So he bought Let's talk book. about this episode. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> and so the title is the best Deal Breaker. If the book for you, man, no good by Lesbian Yellow Sour Fruit. Love that so much. It's really funny. Liz I don't know if you've heard of the show. Lesbian. It's really funny. <laughs> so the new cast member starting today, it's the robot. We don't know anything about him, so she shows him a headshot of the robot dude. And this time it's actually um, the character or the actor who plays him. Whose name is? It doesn't matter. Cheyenne Jackson? <laughs> I don't think name. his real name is Partybot. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't know what he talks like. I certainly don't know if he can act. Jack's like, what'd you say to me about acting? Just hit your mark, stay in your light, and do the same thing every time for continuity. And then we cut back to her, and she's <laughs> holding a cola and wearing a scarf that was not there in the previous screen. So that was hilarious. And a nice callback to the time that she tried to direct Jack in season one to do anything on screen, and he didn't oh, know what to do with so his hands. Sad. And was just holding them straight out like a robot. Honestly, guys, the show is brilliant. The callbacks, <laughs> the circles, the paths that meander, then find their way back home. I can't seem to keep the timeline in my head, though, though. I'm like, what about, I can't wait till this episode happens, and you guys are like, we already watched that one. I'm like, shit. <laughs> That's well, the beauty of 30 Rock. Once you watch it, you just pick and choose your favorite episodes, which, as we're learning from this podcast, is nearly all of them. It's so true. So in comes Kenneth, just to tell her that the robot's there. He'll be on six in a couple of minutes, and they get excited to go introduce themselves. Maybe they should practice a welcome song. <laughs> so the welcome song is quite lengthy, because it starts with making a new friend sure ain't easy, until they actually get to six. So that's through hallways and elevators and corridors and such. And finishes with, and that's how to become one. A song that I sang quite frequently by the Spice Girls in kindergarten, not realizing it was about sexual intercourse. Yum. (laughs) Is that the reaction you want to have for that one, really? (laughs) Do you want to take two on that? Nope, I'm there. I'm I'm moving on. So Jack's like, Lemon, do you have any dinner plans for tonight? And she says, I do. I bought an Activa microwave panini. And Activia Activia sounds delicious. Is probiotic yogurt. It's sold by uh, Jamie Lee Curtis for your urinary tract problems or whatever. <laughs> and that was also the beginning of Kristen's wig ascendancy into superstardom when she played Jamie Lee Curtis in the activity commercial. Why can't neither of us say that word? Um, where she just like poops her pants on screen. It was amazing. And SNL. So good. I, re- I first liked her as the target woman. She's like, where'd you get that? A wild porch? She goes run away. She's like, approved. Which I do all the time. Whenever I'm at Whole Foods or Kroger and it goes through, I'm like, approved. And the person's always like, you're not funny. I'm like, I know, but. I always use the line, lesbians, how fun. To any of my lesbian friends. <laughs> when they talk about any girls I hooked up with, I'm like, lesbians, how fun. So Jack asked her to have dinner with her, with him alone. And I'm like, what? D? Up comes Tracy. Oh, hey, Jackie D. Oh, the new dude is not impossible to work with like some people I know. And then he points to himself. <laughs> I hope he's educated. I hope he hates twofer. 
I hope he likes janitor hugs. So all the cast is gathered around and the crew, and they all have these dreams, which they just expressed. They come in, they're super excited to greet the new cast member, and lo and behold, the next person who walks through the doorway is Lutz. Now, it ranges from disgust to confusion, um, essentially with Suri, who doesn't realize that he's worked on the show for three years, completely forgets that he gifted her a car, and generally just wants him to go away. Poor Lutz. And then in walks hottie, 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 Mc, McBody, Cheyenne Jackson. <laughs> Jack Donaghy, nice to see you again. He's like, oh, I'm Jack Baker. So I guess there are two Jacks here now. I don't think there are. Welcome aboard, Danny. And then Liz, without missing a beat, is like, hi, Danny. I'm Liz. <laughs> Effectively immediately changing his name. Perfect. Look, just go in your dressing room, Danny. And the janitor says, he looks like all the guys in my magazines. I don't love that one of the recurring gay characters is like a super creepy, like sexual pervert. I found him hot and attractive. That's just you. The janitor? All right, I'll set you guys up. I know him. He sleeps in a sewer grate outside my house. He's not Subas, that's for sure. Ah, Subas, he's the best. So Danny is just this bright-eyed little little man. He's like, last week I was a stream performer making 50 bucks a day and getting memory loss from all the silver paint fumes, and now I'm a... You're on TGS. I'm on TGS. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's like when good-looking people are like, and then someone just found me in the mall. You're like, neat, I worked really hard for 20 years. That's really exciting for me. <laughs> John Hamm and everything, including an earlier episode. I know, but this is Cheyenne Jackson. You know what I mean? He like moved to New York and oh, was in yeah, a Broadway yeah. show and then within three days. Yeah, yeah. I remember that only because you told me, so you still got credit. And I only know that because I listened to him on Bianca Del Rio's podcast. <laughs> and I only know Bianca Del Rio because I watched Drag Race. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, gentlemen, uh, engine. So Danny um, is not new to the acting world. Back in Canada, where he's from, that Liz reacts with such disdain. It's like, Canada's kind of the best of us. But go off, sis. Time for a super Canadian flashback. All right, you hoosers. I want 12 of us fighting for every meter on all three downs. We're going to make this a boxing day the Prime Minister will never forget. So what Liz gleans from that is that he doesn't have zero experience. Double negatives are always fun. And he just doesn't want to screw up. And he wants to know what he should know. What did she wish she knew on the first day here? Well, don't eat prop food. They spray something on it that messes you up. (laughs) So Kenneth introduces himself and himself. Although he probably has many selves. He's lived many lives. And he's like, well, I'm going out to get Miss Maroney and Mr. Jordan's lunch. And what would you like? Um, Danny shuts him down with cruelty by saying, oh, thanks. I'll probably just grab something later. What a bitch. Then he offers, can I get you something while I'm out? Kenneth squeaks, the subtitles say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then he does a little, and he's like, okay, I guess it's just backwards day fighting off a rage stroke. Which I did in the intro, if anyone didn't realize. It was like, now let's dive into Borg, but I said it backwards. (laughs) But if a so now we're at a fancy restaurant definitely feels like a date all right you can have the powers of superman for an entire year but you can only have one sexual partner for the rest of your life liz always comes up with great questions she's who i'd want if i needed someone to like shaharazade for my life and just like constantly come up with stories because she can fill that silence jack needs more information must i live by superman's moral code and will the sex women get older (laughs) Yes and yes. Not just an amazing twice track, but also the answer to his questions. Twice is a Korean pop musical group that's phenomenal and you should listen to them. 
Wow, I made it all the way through takes without any K-pop talk. It was great. And now I've done two so far in Blair. Hey! <laughs> so Jack gets his dessert placed right in front of him, and he moves the candle in between them, anticipating Liz reaching across the table and take a bite. They know each other He's like, so I don't want your well. sleeve to catch on fire. Why would my sleeve catch on fire as she reaches for his a bite of his dessert? And then immediately swaps them around. So they got like an ebony and ivory cake situation. She takes the chocolate and pushes her vanilla over. Ugh, fresh. So he's got big news, though. This isn't a date. It's a business opportunity because there's interest in Deal Breakers talk show with Liz hosting because she's becoming a commodity. How does Liz react to this news? With humor. Spit take. Are you serious? I love that line. Very Roy Kent. Whistle, whistle, whistle. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, same energy there, right? She's like, spit take, are you serious? Absolutely. So they're going to book the studio, shoot the pilot, take it from there. What do you think? She's like, wow, okay, let's do it. And then they say together, I knew you'd say I knew you would say less loving. Because they know each other so well, they're finishing each other's sentences slash saying them over each other, like you and I do, except they're completely different thoughts, and we're still just saying them at the same time. You're usually talking over me. I feel like that's accurate. <laughs> so Danny approaches Pete and he's like, Pete, I have one question. Is camera left my left or my right? And then grizzled old <laughs> Pete is like, Danny, 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 let me in on a secret. Let me let you in on a secret. Don't know things. Don't try to learn things. Because when you know things, people ask you to do things. And then everyone starts coming to you with their problems, which is why he's a great tool which is whenever someone talks to him about something that he doesn't want to do, he just says, oh, no, my kid's sick, and takes off. It's like, you have any kids? No. I mean, I pretty much raised my sister because my mom. He's like, oh, that must have been hard. Oh, no, my kid's sick. Bye. <laughs> uh, see, this is why I want a kid. Because, like, I – and I work in hospitality, so, like, I have to talk to guests all the time. My entire body, except for my head, is always facing the opposite direction whenever I encounter them. Like, I'm ready to move away. And I need to get better at, like, I don't know, engaging with them. But it's so hard. And if I had kids, I could just be like, my kid's sick. And then bounce. bounce kids are amazing. Bounce, 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 bounce. John Raffio. I've heard of him. <laughs> so Jenna and Tracy are talking to Liz. And then she's like, a deal breaker show? That's amazing, Liz. I will never approve of your Jenna voice. And I hope you realize Liz that. Lemon, you're blowing up like a balloon <laughs> with a grenade in it. Who else are you ta- meeting with? <laughs> this is what, what do you so mean? literally... Literally just last episode, she was talking about how she couldn't believe Jenna was right because she's never been right about anything ever. And now suddenly, the constant thorns in her side she's taking advice from without thinking? What? So they suggest that she meet with someone other than Jack because you can't go with the first person that comes along. I know because I've been burned. Do you remember when I was starting out and I signed a 10-year deal with that karaoke machine company? Scary Japanese karaoke videos ensue. I thought they were stunning. Is she like, getting choked out in one of them? <laughs> it looks consensual. She's into some freaky deaky stuff. When, he, uh, when Tracy got it, first made it big, he made some bad decisions too. That's how he got stuck having to plug Wade Boggs' carpet world five times whenever I appear on screen. And then we dive in. You have to plug what? Wade Boggs' carpet world. Wade Boggs' carpet world. Wade Boggs' carpet world. So that's only four, and we'll circle back to that. Put a pin in it. Do you know who Wade Boggs is? No. He's a baseball player with a mustache. Uh, So they're like, Liz, Jack would never take the first offer, right? He's taking advantage of a relationship. He knows you're special like a black stripper with blue eyes. You have to test the marketplace. 
So Liz is lamenting that she already told Jack that he would do it. But as Jenna astutely points out, because apparently she's someone we take advice from now, she didn't actually sign a contract. So you can do anything because it's business. Jenna is going to set Liz up with someone at her agency to make sure that these... Julie, help. She's going to set you up with someone at my agency and make sure that you do this right. And one last piece of advice, Liz Lemon, from someone that's been on the side of business for a long time. No, that's Tracy saying that. It sounds better when Jenna says it. And then he says, <laughs> Big Bob's Carpet World. <laughs> You're like, save so, me. And then you just criticize me for doing things wrong. I'm not criticizing I can't win. you. I'm I can't just, win. I'm can't educating win. you. Can't win. I'm like trying to better Is that called you as a person. Oh, it's not mansplaining. It's called like accurate it. explaining. Emma, get your brother. I'm barely qualified as a man. I'm mostly phlegm. I'm one of those mucinex monsters. From Fuck now on, up. I shall call us the problem solvers. Cute. Ah. And then okay. they see Kenneth and they're like, do you need a problem? Do you have a problem that needs solving? <laughs> <laughs> do you need a problem? Because I'm a problem. That's how I If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. That boy is a problem. Boy is a problem. <laughs> And he's like, actually, I do. Mr. Baker wants to do everything for himself. I feel about as useless as a mom's college degree. Yikes. <laughs> Sounds like a job for the problem solvers. They're going to talk to Danny for him. Then we're back with Jack and Liz, and Liz is about to ruin Jack's entire life. Lemon, I was just about to call you. The guy who came up with this thing for Arsenio Hall, like that little gesture he does. Oof, 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 oof. I was thinking what? something like this. He's making an arm chop motion. Uh. <laughs> what would your signature arm gesture be? What? <laughs> You'd sort of like put your hands together at the bottom of your face. Hands and under say, the what? chin, yeah. sliding back and forth with big doe eyes. Oh no. I think what I'd would hold yours be? both or arms the jack off symbol. I do that a lot. Oh her. I think I would hold both arms aloft and just like shimmy. I do that a lot. On the dance floor in the water to keep myself buoyant and above in the, the drowning waves. Got to wiggle to the top. Wiggle to the top. I've seen you in the water. Not exactly the most buoyant person I've ever seen. <laughs> Calling me fat? Nope. You're just saying that I sink. Yes. That I'm a sinker. Yes. Which sounds like wanker. To you. Rude. <laughs> so Liz has it in. She's like, about the show. I'm very thankful for your opera. I think maybe I should take a couple of their meetings before committing to anything. Like you said, I'm a commodity now. My book is number 14 on the nonfiction bestseller chart, right behind the Founding Fathers Diet. So guess what's number 14 on the nonfiction bestsellers list right now? Oh, my God, what? It's Anderson Cooper's um, biography of his family, The Vanderbilts. Aww. Interesting facts. No one cares about but me. <laughs> Pete, I have a problem. I need your help. Oh, my kid got hit by a car. Hey, Jackie D, what's wrong? You're not your usual giggly self. If you've got a problem, you found the right people. Okay, I have a problem. It needs to be communicated to Lemon that if she wants to play business, I'm more than happy to play with her. But as she saw earlier today, business Jack does not play gentle. Are you as turned on as I am right now? Lemon has a decision to make. She can either be crushed by me, <sighs> or she can suck in her stomach and crawl back through the tiny crack I've left for her in the proverbial door. You think you can pass that along? Uh-huh. Gone. Our t-shirts are wrong. Do you want to switch where we're standing or switch our t-shirts? Just to be safe, let's do both. Really? He said crawl back. 
You're not really capturing the sexual energy of it, but that was the message. So, problem solved? I haven't even begun to problem. So she's signing with an agent and exploring her options. He's like, I see. Well, if that's how you feel about it, good luck in the marketplace. Obviously, this is nothing personal. I just want to be thorough. That's okay, right? All right, then. Great meeting. Raise your hand if you're cool with what's happening. He doesn't raise his hand. <laughs> Not too late to raise your hand. So now Jenna, uh, Jenna, Liz talks to Sri and says, if you need me, I'll be in a meeting with my agent. And Sri, always the ruiner of everything. Always. Called to confirm God your lunch, damn. but I told him you'd already eaten a weird panini. That panini sounds like it hits. So she meets her new agent. And it is a young child, not just a child, a young child. You would think it would be an oxymoron, but the adjective is really needed as a further descriptor. Suck at luminosity. Um, so he's a junior agent. No fucking kidding. He's Dewey Hauser over there. And says that until now, I've mainly represented dogs, but seeing as we're both embarking on a new phase in our career. Performing, performing representing humans and monkeys. So he's played by Josh Fadham. Who has 145 acting credits? What? He's on Better Call Saul, Better Call Saul, and on Becoming God. Lots of voice work. No Law and Order though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 145 wasted credits with No Law and Order. Three episodes of 30 Rock though. So he's like, I want you to know that I'm hungry and I do anything for you. My clients are more important to me than my own mommy. Nice. <laughs> It's like, okay, good. I need someone that I can count on. I'm kind of alone out here in the marketplace. He's like, I get it. That's what I'm here for. He's like, let's get your face out there and take some meetings. And he opens up a spiral notebook that has two names in it. <laughs> One is Jack, John, Jack Donahue. It's Donahue. <laughs> She's like, I already met with him. Who else? He's like, do you know Scotty Shofar? He's that guy that produces those dumb sports shows that always beats us. Yeah, you're talking about sports shouting. And we cut to sports shouting, and it looks like an ESPN sports network thing, but they're all just like, ah! Which is what so, I do when people talk to me about sports. Of course, I had to freeze frame it and look at what all the Chirons are saying, because I wouldn't be me if I didn't. So one <laughs> says, Kansas City Royals accidentally left off the Major League Baseball roster. Another one says, a brawl between the Globetrotters and the Generals. The other one says, immortal Ted Williams signs 100-year contract. And the last one says, NHL very fat goalie, and then it doesn't tell you what's next. So He's like, great, he doesn't actually let's know Scotty Shofar, but a former client of his once buried a bone in his backyard. We go looking <laughs> for that bone. It's like, oh, Mr. Shofar, what up? My client has got an idea for a what? Talk show. <laughs> oh, no, I got the hiccups. He seems like a child. Like, mom. <laughs> So Tracy and Jenna are creeping out Danny. They're like, Danny, we're known as the problem solvers. We think you could use a little guidance. He's like, I don't even know where the bathrooms are around here. <laughs> to which Tracy's like, it's not about the room, Danny. It's about the man. Any room you see around here with the door, you make it your bathroom. You're an actor now. You're special. And taking advantage of Kenneth is part of it. It's what he's there for. Look, I'm just trying to keep my head down and suppress my Canadian accent. I'm not a boot. Uh-oh. A boot. A boot. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I don't want to rub anyone the wrong way, even Kenneth. Like, oh, oh don't, don't worry. worry. Kenneth loves being our slave. You almost did it, by the way, just now. You sounded a little jenna It's interesting how that happened. I was already wow. going. <laughs> he may say he doesn't like to be our slave, but trust me, it's not true. And Danny's like, I was an assistant once, and once you're in that position, you grow resentful and bitter. 
So what if Kenneth's bitter? He's an underhuman. <laughs> There's like a caste system at TGS. Yikes. Look, a couple days ago, I was working as a robot for spare change, and now look at me. Kenneth's a page, but who knows? Someday, someday he could be running the network. Spoiler alert. What? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Kenneth? In charge? Then Ceri's like, Liz, here are today's press clippings. I'm sorry, is she a 40-year-old woman from Wisconsin named Marge? Let's hear your Ceri accent. <laughs> Liz, here are today's press clippings. Women's Health Magazine gave us a D-. minus. Son of a bitch! What the what, Jack? <laughs> Let me explain something to you, Lemon. Dealbreakers is a sketch show that first appeared on the network. We own it, and we're doing it whether or not you're involved. Really? So you think you can just replace me? Of course not. We can do better. I've already spoken to Padma Lakshmi. Then who's going to host Top Chef? You're ruining my life! We could just do the show with you, but that door is closing. Close it. If there's one thing that Liz Lemon is, it's vindictive and petty when cornered. And she is cornered, and she's lashing out. You think you can bully me like this? You don't know me. Two can play at that game, Jack. We're in Tracy's dressing room. Ken, you don't want to be a page forever? Who said I've been alive forever? What? <laughs> no, I mean... What's your dream job? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Well, you know how much I love television, sir. So I guess my dream would be to one day run the network. Just kidding. There won't be a network. Whatever people are watching, I want to be in charge of it. So someday you could be my boss, as Kenneth pulls on plastic gloves? <laughs> well, I guess so. Huh. Huh. So Tracy, or Kenneth's pulled on his gloves because he is about to brush uh, Tracy's teeth. And he's like, I'll brush my own teeth. I don't want you to have any resentments towards me. From now on, I don't want you to do anything for me. So Danny runs into Jack in the bowels of TGS and um, still doesn't really know what's happening. He's like, two days to the show. I don't really know anything. I'll and tell Jack you everything is- you know, Danny. Never do business with a friend. Never be friends with a woman. <laughs> and lose the leather bracelet. At which point Danny starts gnawing off his bracelet. <laughs> is it hot? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> like, Pete, I have a problem. I need your help. He's like, oh, my kid got hit by a car. <laughs> so now Jenna's wearing a shirt that says solvers. And Tracy's wearing a shirt that says the problem. But they're standing in a way that if you read left to right, which we do in English, it says solvers the problem. Hard to take them seriously. Always. So Tracy says, hey, Jackie D, what's wrong? You're not your usual giggly self. <laughs> if you've got a problem, you found the right people. Okay, I have a problem. It needs to be communicated to Lemon that if she wants to play business, I'm more than happy to play with her. But as she saw earlier, Business Jack does not play gentle. Also hot. Jenna's like, are you as turned on as I am right now? I am, Yeah. Lemon has a decision to make. She can either be crushed by me, uh, or she can suck in her stomach and crawl back through the tiny crack I've left to her and the proverbial door. Think that you can pass that along? Jenna and then he, is like, like brushes wait. up against her, yes. And then they're what? like, oh, wait, our t shirts are wrong. Do you want to switch where we're standing or switch our t shirts? Just to be safe, let's do both. <laughs> so now they're still standing in a solver is the problem. But Jenna's shirt is humongous and Tracy's is a crop top. (laughs) It's amazing. Really? He said crawl back. 
You're not capturing the sexual energy. Of, wait, does Tracy say that or does Jenna say that? I forget. I'm guessing it's Jenna. You're really not capturing the sexual energy of it, but that was the message. So problem solved. I haven't even begun to problem. We are suing Jack Donaghy and NBC for the rights to deal breakers. Then poor little tiny Pippin in the back just hiccups, then burps. He looks very scared. So they go into the Jack's office. She brings her tiny little agent. He's like, would either of you care for a drink? And Liz says no. And he's like, do you have any drinkable yogurt? <laughs> God, remember Gogurt? Is that still, like, a thing? Yes. So Wow. Gross. Simon, we're both men of the world. Yeah, I've seen like, some bras. Yes. I bet you have. Here's the thing. No one's suing anyone. Liz is like, don't let him push you around. I'm not. God, leave me alone. <laughs> now, Jack says, NBC employs 60% of your agency's clients. Between, or 80. NBC employs 80% of your agency's clients between, are you stronger than a dog? And I'm a celebrity dog. Get me R for you. <laughs> <laughs> you need us. Give me out of here. I've already talked to your lawyers, and they're not interested in pursuing this. God, Jack, why are you being such a wang about this? I'll take that as a compliment. Anne Wang. So Anne Wang was a Chinese-American computer engineer <laughs> and inventor and co-founder of the computer company Wang Laboratories. As Jack says, Anne Wang, the founder of Wang Computers, is one of the greatest businessmen of the 20th century. And you're the one being a lowercase Wang Lemon because after working with me every day for four years, you didn't trust me to produce your show. Instead, you made it about business. And I don't get a bathroom drawer that looks like part of a wall by being bad at business. That's, That's a, bath- a bathroom? <laughs> says a little child. Oh, he's fresh. You tried to take advantage of our friendship to make money. I don't need you to make money. In fact, I'm meeting with your replacement tonight. Yeah, well, I'm replacing you too because I got all kinds of meetings lined up. Big meetings? Really? With who? Damn it, Simon. <laughs> you were right about Jack. He's in love with me. Wait, no. No. <laughs> so now we're uh, Liz is talking to Jenna, and she's like, you were right about Jack. And Jenna's like, he's in love with me? What? No, he burned me on deal breakers, and now I need to find someone to help me burn him back. Tracy knows Scotty Shofar, so that could be a thing. Tracy's evidently a frequent guest on Sports Shouting. We cut to all of them shouting and Tracy blah, blah, screaming. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nah, introducing you to Scotty probably wouldn't solve your problems with Jack. Jack who? Set it up. Scotty Shofar. I know that name. What does he look like? Tracy's like, I don't know. All white people look the same to me, Pete, which she says to Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh my God, Scotty Shofar was my assistant on Triple Pursuit, the movie. I was horrible to him, and now he's actually successful? What if I got called to audition for him and he recognized me, even with all the changes to my face that have happened naturally? That's what Danny was saying. We'll have to be cool to everybody because the future is like a Japanese game show. You have no idea what's going on. So Kenneth shows up and he reveals that Jenna's Mexican diet pills came in and wonders if, as per usual, he's supposed to start taking them to test for side effects. No, Kenneth. I'll do it myself. You don't have to do anything for me anymore. Ever. Kenneth loses his goddamn mind and is like, what is happening around here? What has changed? And then who walks by? Danny, We're formerly Jack, surname still Baker. <laughs> We're a boot to get married. Oh no, that's not right. A bad, a <laughs> Kenneth's like, Mr. Baker, we need to talk. Now's not a great time, Kenneth. I don't need anything. Sir, this time I need something from you. 
You've poisoned Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas, Mr. Jordan and Miss Maroney's minds. You've got to tell them to go back to the way it was, to let me help everyone again, including you. Kenneth, I don't. Yes, you do. Because you're scared and frustrated. Of course I am, because I'm going on TV tomorrow and I don't know what I'm doing. Yes, embrace your anger. What? You know, out of all the weirdos I met around here, you're the worst with your creepy Don Knotts face, that ridiculous Hitler youth haircut. Excellent. What about my chin? What about your chin, Kenneth? I've seen bigger chins on a premature baby. And said the word about correctly. Congratulations, you're an actor. About. About. Oh my god. Thank you, Kenneth. So Liz is with yeah. Scotty Shofar in a horrible lunch. This is being played by a gentleman named Sean Levy, who's mostly an executive producer now for Stranger Things and Shadow and Bone. Lots of credits. No law order. Unfortunate. Double fail. Double fail. And he's an absolute asshole. Number one, he takes a call in the middle of the meeting and then rates her with a regular six drunk seven. Gross. She responds appropriately by angrily crunching on her breadstick. I do the same, babe. Jack's talking to Padma Lakshmi. He's like, Padma, I'm so happy you're interested in deal breakers. Her slow breath pattern is more than I can handle. Well, she (laughs) does say... Men always tell me I'm very funny, and then proceeds to tell a knock-knock joke, to which, before she even gets to the punchline, Jack's already cracking up. It's because she's very attractive. So we're all about, this is back to Scotty Shofar, we're all about monetizing you as a a brand. Zero, his phone blows up. I'm blowing up, it's Rahm Emanuel, he wants me to go to Deer Valley. I'm crushing it! (laughs) We realize that both of them are looking for each other in these people, Padma and Scotty. And they just want a partner and someone to do this with. Um, Jack also wants to be a partner with Padma, which is great because she's an entrepreneur and invented sandwich bags. I invented this new bath that you put around a sandwich to keep it fresh, but it's clear so you get the, so get the full visual of the sandwich. She is hilarious when Jack's like, um, so it's a sandwich bag. She's like, no, Jack, it's a new thing that I invented. She's got a little PL on the bag, so it's his Padma Lakshmi. And then we know Scotty Shofar is an absolute douche because he's very excited to answer a call with Brooke Hogan, who was great in Hogan's Those Best and was great in that song with Paul Wall. What's up, you... Think about us. What's up, you tall drink you think of about bitch? Us? I'm not finished. <laughs> like, you're amazing. No, seriously, amazing. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no. So Padma's like, what would my time commitment be if I host this thing? Jack's like, two days a week. She's like, well, that's great. Top Chef is at all this traveling and all day shoots. If I could do this instead, I wouldn't be so grouchy and exhausted all the time. My clothes wouldn't have food stains all over them. And she could devote time to being a mommy. And then this is what we've heard from Liz the entire series, that she wants to, you know, become a mom and get out from under the immense pressure of work. And then Jack has a moment of realization. It's like, I don't want to change your life. I want to change Lemon's life. Ah, to which Pat was like, oh, this business is so hard. Not really. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go, go, go. And then she starts taking the fruit from the plate and putting it in her Padma Lakshmi Ziploc bag. (laughs) So now we're like in this moment. Remote romantic Harry met Sally like (laughs) moment, a romantic moment, a moment. We're having a moment. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And the cameras are spinning around them. Levin, Jack, I was wrong. It's you. It's always been you. I want to do business with you, uh, Levin. So... I like that. 
This is amazing. I am a fucking sucker for I know the later the lampoon when you play a musical moment um, just to garner a reaction from the audience. I do love like montages and moments where they just We need a montage! With, mu- with music over it that's swelling and romantic and then later in 30 Rock they'll lampoon that and be like you're just like manipulating people into feeling something and it's like that's the only way I can feel something is if I'm being manipulated. There is a light in your eyes in your, in your eyes. eyes. It's like can you turn my music down? You're like oh that's funny. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> So now we have a fake infomercial, and both Jenna and Tracy are wearing shirts that say the problem, and they point to the back where it, but it says nothing. So it should say the solver, but it just says the problem. Do you have a problem? Taxes got you down. They call them problem solvers. <laughs> Migrating implants. Taxes got you down. Because after all, what's a problem? But an opportunity disguises a stripper having a seizure on your boat. Mouse in your house? Or need a cheap flight to Tucson? We are the problem. Solvers. That was a good rehearsal. Now let's record it. And then they turn off the camera. It's amazing. God damn. I do love when Jack and Lemon come together at the end. That makes me very happy. It's so cute. Um, I think Cheyenne Jackson is adorable. But when Kenneth is baiting him, that's my favorite. Yeah. No, same. I was about to say the same fucking thing. <laughs> this is not a super watchable one for me though you can stop i can saying that okay. it's amazing all right let's well let's rate it in the let's chat let's do that all right are you ready um solve. send whoa nick over the top with 94 julian emma a lot more reasonable than 88 and 89 for i will not be rewatching on the regular it's so good it's definitely good. Well, if you want to hear more of our nonsense, we do another podcast called Takes All Over the Place where we talk about nothing and then we talk about Drag Race. Come and check out Takes All Over the Place. Sing it, Nick. Takes all over the what? place. Takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. Takes. Key change. All over the place. Takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you love 30 Rock as much as we do because that's so damn funny. We'll see you next week for Sun Tea. Hope you have a great week and a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and... Frank! <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! <laughs> we love you, Frank. Love you.